I am Tim. And I am Matt. And this is Ear Buddies. Classical Music Edition, Matt. Oh, this is exciting for the fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. We've had one classical music episode up into up to this point, and well, my mother said it was her favorite episode. So, oh, wow, she would. <laughs> you know, she just would. <laughs> that's because that's the one, Tim, where it was just you. So, yeah, that is. I would take that as a big slap in the face. No, I certainly do. Buddy, before we get into today's topic, we should say that something really special is 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 nigh. That's right, Tim. Um, wow, how to break this news. Um, <laughs> we, us ear buddies, Tim and me, yeah. and mm-hmm. by extension, the Army, uh, we've been around right. never missing a Monday for... Almost one entire calendar year now. Yeah. Yeah, we're coming up on the one-year anniversary of Ear And we've done such a great job, and you guys have all done such a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, Keeping us and, on task. Yeah, and, and, and holding us to our promises. Promises made, promises kept. We've said it before, we'll say it again. Promises made, promises kept. Thank you, yes. Anyway, uh... We wanted to not let this this landmark moment, this year anniversary, pass mm. without uh, acknowledging it in a in a celebratory way. Yes, that's right. So next week, we have uh, our very first Ear Buddies live episode mm. coming to streaming platforms near you next Monday. Oh. Um, I can't tell you how excited I am, Tim. I can I can tell by the noises you're the making that groans, you, yeah. you share my my excitement for this. Pow, I'm so excited! It's going to be great. We have so much uh, so much lined up. We have games and icebreakers and and musical numbers, surprises. I mean, this is going to be. Uh, a variety show. This is going to be uh, this is going to be sort of a prairie home companion situation. I think. Well, and it's been a long time coming too. You know, I mean, we've worked we've worked so hard. <laughs> and, and and can you let's not uh, let's not blow past the fact that we've never missed a Monday <laughs> for a whole calendar year. Three hundred sixty five days have passed, and every GD Monday. You've gotten an episode of Ear Buddies right there in your feed. Everyone. Matt got married. <laughs> I, my family. Tim had a baby. I had, yeah. We've got a baby in the house. And yeah, doggone we, it. We don't miss Mondays. It's just we never something we have. don't do. And it's amazing, too, because, you know, all these, these big Spotify podcasts and these iHeart podcasts, um, they do a good job, but they do not. No one has the consistency. Mm-mm. Of ear buddies, no. and for that, um, I commend us. <laughs> yes. Think about your second favorite podcast, gang. How many times have you heard the hosts say, uh, "We won't be here this week. Uh, it's a holiday, so we're taking uh, we're taking 
uh, Christmas or New Year's or, or Easter or, or what have you off, think of how many times you've heard that nonsense and then your feed goes quiet. Mm-hmm. Or even, I've, I've heard podcasts, Tim, where um, the one of the hosts uh, is having a baby. Mm. Uh, enter, you know, having a, a new family member enter and they say uh, to their fans, they say, well, uh, I'm going to go dark for a week, maybe a couple of weeks. Yeah. We'll see. They say, I'm having... right. They say my family comes first. Right. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, are you, are these real podcasters? Mm. Because for us, the podcast clearly comes first. We have a proven track record of, of the podcast being the priority at all expense really yes yes. at any cost we will do whatever it takes to not miss a monday and so here we are yet again pal on a monday and this time we're talking about john cage american composer of music and music theorist born 1912 dead 1992 what did he do with those nigh 80 years matt i'd love to tell you please tell me (laughs) he wrote avant-garde music he was a he was a 20th century weirdo and well you know it's it's interesting matt we have proven time and time again that we are real musicians that we know our stuff certainly but i can't think of many times if any times that you and i have actually proven it and by that by that i mean performed some music here on the mic Mm. yep that's a fair point yeah we we know how to talk about music but can these guys actually play the guitar if you know what i mean You may be asking that, 52 episodes in. Well, we have an answer for you today. Matt and I are going to perform a little ditty for you. Not just any ditty. This is a a 20th century classical music composition from from 1952. So it's not, yeah, we're not not just playing Twinkle Twinkle or anything. We're playing... Highfalutin music, serious music. Yeah, this is this is real. This is the stuff that, um, you know, the smart people, the intellectuals, the intelligentsia. This is the stuff they're into, <laughs> and and we are into it too. Yes, and we are into it too. <laughs> let's just let's just do it, huh? Should we do this? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, uh, we are now going to perform. Uh, a, a piece of music in three movements entitled four minutes 33 seconds
There we go. <sighs> well done. That was well performed. Yeah, you did a great job, bud. Thank you. Four minutes, 33 seconds, or 4.33. It's a great piece. It's a great piece, and uh, it's not a joke. That's the thing. That's what's crazy, is it's not a joke. Right. It it, it was performed... Um, well, the first time it was performed by a like virtuoso pianist, it was part of a larger piano recital and buddy the audience went berserk they loved it (laughs) did they they thought it was so cool they did they they said this is you know this is perhaps the final frontier of of music and 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 can it be called music that was kind of the the central question that was discussed uh in the aftermath of it and was the point of of John Cage's composing it. And of course, yes. his argument is, of course it's music. Look, Tim, I want to I want to discuss this. Yeah, uh, I'd like to. I think because you know, I know that we've we've had this episode in our back pocket for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Um because hey, it does seem like a joke. Four mm-hmm. minutes and thirty-three seconds of silence, mm-hmm. but but it isn't silence. Yeah, actually, this is this is fascinating, and it is a, a great piece. Um, to, yeah, to, I mean to consider what is music. What are the components of music, mm-hmm. and and also about sort of you know the impossibility of actual silence yes right there's no such thing yeah so in john cage's words quote there's no such thing as silence and he this is him talking about the the premiere performance uh he says basically to to detractors people who walked away thinking that it was stupid he said what they thought was silence because they didn't know how to listen was full of accidental sounds. You could hear the wind stirring outside during the first movement. During the second, raindrops began pattering the roof. And during the third, the people themselves made all kinds of interesting sounds as they talked or walked out. The point there being that when you perform it uh, in a concert hall, you're going to hear the, the ambient sound of all the people around you just being people. It's impossible to be truly silent and in fact uh john cage himself thought it would be interesting to to try um well part of part of the uh, the inspiration um in 1951 this would have been two years before this piece was composed he uh he visited the anechoic chamber at harvard do you know about this bud I do, actually, yes. Okay, so it's this ultra, ultra, ultra soundproofed room. And people who go in come out changed, basically. Because you can try to be as silent as a mouse. Uh, And when John Cage went in, he wrote afterwards, he said, I heard two sounds, one high and one low. And when he talked to the engineer about it, 
he said they they told him the high sound was his nervous system in operation and the low one was his blood circulating through his body so even no matter where you go even if you go to what is you know uh measurably the most silent place in the world you will hear sounds and that is that uh the idea of silence being impossible led him to this idea for this piece i love it it's really cool i love it it's um you know it's easy the first time i heard about this Mm -hmm. years ago um of course you you either think it's like just a sort of a dumb joke and you can treat it as such or you maybe you think it's like you know some of that that new york art you know what i mean absolutely that that really trendy stuff that nobody really understands, but you have to pretend that you like it and yeah. appreciate it so that you're smart. Um, but sincerely, um, it like it's a great idea. Yeah, it's a great concept and a great piece. And I think too, like music. What is music? It's sounds, but it's also. I mean, you can't have sounds. Without silence, you can't have silence without sounds. Mm-hmm. And so making uh, an entire piece of the space between those musical notes for four minutes and 33 seconds, um, I mean, point proven, Mr. Cage. Absolutely, dude. I um, I mean, right, I, I, we run the risk of, of, you know, just sort of sounding like we smoked weed for the first time and... <laughs> and thought about this but i genuinely like the idea um you know it is it is still performed today uh and it is even notated like there's a score that is will be handed out to a whole orchestra and they'll just you know sit their instruments at the ready and not strike them and uh I I genuinely think that's fun and useful for uh, just giving your brain a little a little stretch in a direction you don't usually stretch it. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I think, and you know, just to to drive the point home a bit further, yeah. this piece is indeed performed. Yes, right. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. it it is not like right there. Uh, you know, Tim and I, mm-hmm. we performed that piece. We we didn't, uh, you know, chop up the episode and just put dead air in there no. for four minutes and 33 seconds. Uh, their performance is, uh, you know, the ambient noise, the sounds of, um, you know, breathing mm-hmm. and whatever you hear there. That's that's the performance. So it, it's, it's not... Um, it's not actually silence, and could it actually my, is performed. Could you hear my cat meow? Yes, I could. See, I'm thrilled that now we have, we have, you know, in, uh, we have recorded our take of 433, and it's un- it's unlike anyone else's at, at about the four-minute mark. A cat does a little meow and then a half yawn. You know, that's that's our take on 433. I love that. Yeah. And you you got to hope Spotify doesn't hear that and take down this episode. Oh, heck, dude. Copyright. Oh. I think it's okay. Man. I mean, it's our 
version of it, so we should be fine. I should hope so. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I think it rocks. I think John Cage. Here's the thing, man. I don't know a whole lot about John and his other stuff. I know that he uh, liked to think outside the bun, as it were. Uh, you know, with, with all his stuff. He wrote other pieces, um, and I think actually sort of popularized the concept of what's called aleatory music, Matt, which is uh, music that has some element left to chance. And what and, and 433 is entirely aleatory, because what you actually hear, what, what is actually performed, is up to chance. And even though we're trying not to do anything something happens um other pieces will you know say just play any old note you know um and it turns into this atonal trash or whatever or or play this line of music in your own time don't uh you know don't follow a rhythm just do it when you want to so Mm. he popularized this idea of music dependent on chance and not everybody liked it and it's certainly not you know radio ready but it is um it's in keeping with what was happening in the 20th century with classical music which is everyone got really bored with stuff that just sounds nice <laughs> and so they they pushed the limits of music uh as far as they could and that, and now we're all kind of back happily enjoying stuff that sounds nice but for a, for a period there everybody was going nuts got you gotta you gotta push the limits a little bit yeah you know i think you know tim if you would pass that joint my way here so i can (laughs) take a puff and say something yep (laughs) well it's also it's also interesting because uh you think about well one when one thinks about aleatory music Mm -hmm. um the common de- definition, of course, is, uh, I mean, it's, it's a- about um, elements that are left up to chance yep. very um, consciously, right? Yeah. That's, I mean, people are doing this on purpose. But if you expand that idea, mm-hmm. perhaps you expand a song. Perhaps you take a, a three-minute pop song and you listen incredibly closely. Yeah. Or perhaps you slow it way down. Mm. Right, and you listen to every single thing. Man, I bet that rocks when you're high. <laughs> I bet it does. <laughs> uh, but what I'm thinking is, there are a- aleatory elements in all recordings of all music. Yes, because there simply is no, there's no such thing as absolute perfection when played by a person um you can hear somebody slide up a fret you can hear uh the rattle of the um the snare drum perhaps and and these are all sort of more ambient elements that of course are are uh buried under you know i guess the the song itself the music uh and you know if you um, if you start thinking about that, yeah, it is 
pretty fascinating. It, it, there's no there's no complete control uh, and no total perfection with uh, anything. That what's beautiful about a performance is no two performances will ever be the same. You know, not not truly the same, unless mm-hmm. it, it's programmed by uh, by a computer. But you know, actual uh, performance of non-digital instruments uh, will always have just some character to it. Uh, one of my favorite instances of this is, um, and I listen, I know that you and I are not big Rolling Stones guys, but do you know about the recording session for the song Gimme Shelter? I certainly do. Yeah. Uh, Mary Clayton, guest vocalist. Mm-hmm. And she's just going crazy. And you can actually hear Mick in the recording uh, go, Woo! Like, it's really low, but it's there. Uh, if you listen close, after she lets out this really incredible note, um, <laughs> I love that. And that's on, you know, that's on tape forever. Um, that moment, that interaction between two performers in the studio. And that's that's chance, you know. That was unplanned, and it adds to uh, it adds to the character of the piece, and you just gotta love that kind of thing. Well, yeah, it's 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 such a human thing, right? And it's only a human thing mm-hmm. to to you can't you cannot do it the same way twice. And if you are in the room with other living, breathing bodies, mm-hmm. uh, that's like. That's going to go into what you're recording, no Amen. matter what. That's listen. It's why I. It's why I'm a jazz guy. Okay. This. Is, that's literally the whole reason that jazz is fun. Because when you perform it and you're playing with people who are really talented and know what they're doing, uh, you're listening to each other and you're responding to each other musically, uh, moment by moment, and that, that is simply divine. <sighs> I love music, <laughs> you know, man. What Pass a me thing! That. Pass me that tote, yeah. bud. Here, <laughs> there you go. Thank you. This is a really good episode. <laughs> but look, we're, we're we're not we're not joking here. No, actually, right? We're right. Exactly. Yes, we're not. We're actually serious about this. Uh, Four thirty-three is cool. John Cage, I'm sure, is cool. The tunes, man. Ugh, the tunes. We are slaves to the tunes. <laughs> you know? We certainly are. We are and caught in its grip. <laughs> caught in the grip of the tunes. It's a good, it's a good place to be. It's a good place to be. <laughs> Uh, another good place to be is the uh, the Bell Mayhew's Auditorium in Bismarck, North Dakota, <laughs> April fourth, the one year anniversary celebration of Ear Buddies, Matt and Tim live on stage doing who knows what. That's aleatory. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Uh... <laughs> 
It's going to be a great time. We, Tim, you and I deserve this. And the Army, uh, (laughs) you guys have supported us for nearly a whole calendar year. Mm -hmm. And and you deserve to to kick back, grab a couple uh, pastries (laughs) and some popcorn, (laughs) and simply hang out with your buddies while we talk about the tunes. Is there anything better? No. There's not. End of discussion. There's, there's not. We'll see you at the bell. See you at the bell. It's Ear Buddies live. <laughs> Talk to you later, buddy. Talk to you later, buddy. <laughs>